What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to the next Best Picture podcast, and this is Daniel Howitt's interview with one of the stars from the Super Mario Brothers movie and vocal performer for the song Peaches, Jack Black. Jack, man, it is so great to chat with you. I'm so excited, you're such a legend. And to get to talk about Peaches and the Super Mario movie, man, I am just so excited. So thank you for taking time. Oh man, great intro, my pleasure. (laughs) Legend, huh? I'm a legend? Legend. 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 How did I how did I achieve such status? You tell me, man. You tell me. <laughs> Just doing what comes natural. Uh, I believe it. Well, let's let's dive right into the song. First and foremost, Peaches. It's why we're here. Was a musical moment in the script for Super Mario Brothers movie when you signed on, or how did this how did this song come to be? Nope. It was not in the script. There was not even an inkling, not any talk of a, of, a, of a song or a musical moment. In fact, we were about three quarters of the way through, I'd say, when we were uh, first informed that, the, that they wanted to, to, to have Bowser sing a song. We'd been working on it for months and months and having a ball just, you know, creating this monster character and, and wreaking havoc throughout, you know, the Mushroom Kingdom. And then the creatives at Illumination were like, God, it'd be great if Bowser uh, had a real tender moment where he just sings a sweet love song. And I was like, I don't know, guys. I I have my own music career separate. I like to keep them separated unless we started off talking about, you know, singing. And and you can't just pop that on me in the middle of of the thing. And they said, well, we, we started writing it. Can we just send over wh- what we got? And I was like, send it over. And I listened to it, and I had to admit, this thing is funny. It's This could be great. Okay, let me take a crack at it. And so I added some lyrics and added some melody, fleshed it out, made it like a whole song. And it, it, really, it really sounds good, you know. And, and I'm thinking, I don't know if they're going to use this in the movie because it's it's a little bit too real i think it's it's got like real deep emotion like the character is almost crying while he's singing how much he loves princess peach here and it's got like a kind of a beautiful melody it's like oh my god i'm i think i'm falling in love with bowser <laughs> even though he's a horrible monster and i sent it to him and they loved it and i was like really and they were like yeah we're putting it in the movie i was like no way i don't believe it cuz it was just I don't know. It was just, it seemed uh, uh, 
it seemed like almost it was too real to fit in with a family animated film. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I saw it and how well it worked in the scene and in the movie, I was just so proud. That's awesome. That's that's that story. Uh, the the refrain, the peaches, peaches, peaches. Was that was that in what they sent you or did you add that in? It was in what they sent me. I have to nice. give credit where it's due. <laughs> yeah, I like the original thing that they sent me to be released, too, because it's rough, but it's funny. You know, even yeah. in this little 30 second form, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it's all in there. <laughs> That's so good. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, it was fun to collab with them. Yeah, I think you're right that it, it really does in a, in a funny way, like it fleshes out the character of Bowser, which is something we didn't really know we needed. Right. Uh, but it, it works so well. It shows this new side of him. Do you think Bowser should have should have sung this song? And do you think he could have won Peaches over if she had heard this heartfelt love ballad directly to her? No, even if he had sung that song directly to Peaches in a in a you know, a perfectly romantic environment within that song, as beautiful as it is, there are the, there is the seed of the sickness, the, the need for control. He wants to control her. He wants to love her and she, he wants her to love him, but he also wants to, uh, uh, imprison her in his, in his world of, of need. And yeah, that, that, uh, I think at the end of the day is a, uh, uh, a non-starter for Princess Peach. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I love seeing um, how talented Bowser is, though. Uh, you know, again, something we didn't know. Uh, what what music is Bowser listening to? Like, how did he, as he's developing these musical skills, like he's he's cloaked in like heavy metal accoutrement, but you know, this is a really heartfelt piano-driven ballad. So, what are his influences? Do you think? I mean. Look, on the face of it, it he, he looks like a, a metalhead. Yeah. He's definitely all about Metallica. And let's not forget, Metallica's got some soft ballads, too. Uh, and some, some of their songs start off really, really soft and gentle. There's a song on Ride the Lightning that comes to mind. And uh, some there's some moments in... Uh, uh, and justice for all that have gentle moments, and even on the on the the seminal album that has a uh, uh, Enter Sandman, there's some there's some soft beautiful jams. I think he's all Metallica all the time, to be honest with you. Nice. But then, yeah, the other thing is like, what is the influences that that brought Peaches the song to to the world? Yeah, I think there's a there's maybe a little Ed Sheeran in that sauce. There's just some, there's some tender love and care. There's yeah. also maybe a little Barry White with the low end, the low end register. I see it. <laughs> I see. It. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't, I didn't connect the Barry White to two peaches. <laughs> Dude, but <laughs> honestly, that just came off the top of my head right now. <laughs> I see it though. I see it though. I love it. Um, I, I love hearing you say that you're protective. I mean, Barry White is the master of the love song. Can we agree on that? Oh, of course, of course. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I, I do see it, even though it didn't it didn't register. Yeah. I see it. But I love hearing you say that you're protective of, of the musical side of your career with Tenacious D, which is just, of course, incredible. How has that played out, that protective uh, being protective of the Tenacious D side of things? Uh, have there been things you've turned down in order to protect that side of your career? 
yeah, from the very beginning, like when I was first breaking into the industry, I had already established Tenacious D. You know, we we were going pretty good. We had some episodes, some short episodes on HBO that were getting lots of attention. And that's how I got the offer for High Fidelity, which was my big breakout role that put me on the map. And when they first offered that to me, I thought, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. And my agent was like, are you crazy? No, you're not going to pass. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to pass because this is a movie about rock and roll. And I am in a rock and roll band. So I don't want to make a movie about the world that I'm actually in. It could hurt my music career. And she said, you're an idiot. And I said, you're an idiot. And then I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, wait a second. Stephen Frears is one of my favorite directors. He directed Dangerous Liaisons with John Malkovich that I loved. And I watched like four times. And I was like, I am an idiot. I'm, I'll, I'll do it. Wait, is it too late? And Frears was like, you son of a bitch. It's not too late. I'll take you. I, I will still take you. So I turned that movie down. Wow. Oh my God. That would have been that would have been such a mistake in retrospect. So that there was that. And then School of Rock, I had the same feeling. I was like, should I do School of Rock? I'm in a rock band. I'm a rock star. I shouldn't make a movie about rock. Be a failed rocker. And then once again, I came to my senses like, am I an idiot? This, this movie was written for me by one of the greatest writers in the industry, Mike White. It's hilarious. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Damn the torpedoes. Yeah, so every time there's like a movie with music in it, I have that weird hesitation because I do want to protect Tenacious D. But in the end, both of those movies just really helped Tenacious D and, and then brought us to a wider audience. And, and one has definitely helped the other. Hmm. I, I was definitely going to ask you about High Fidelity. I mean, uh, one of my favorite movies. Absolutely love it. Uh, I was just talking to Divine Joy Randolph, who was in the High Fidelity show. You guys shared. I mean, it's a different role, but it's sort of sort of the same role there. Um, both just such a great story. Um, and and reflecting on those musical moments in your career and how how important they've been. I'm still waiting on an album from Barry Jive and the Uptown Five. By the way, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think it would still be great. But yeah, what was it like? Uh, kind of, did it feel like, I think you described it a second ago as your big break. Did it, did it feel like, uh, like, it, uh, did it feel like a moment when, when that movie came out? Like, did it feel like a flashbang of, oh, wow, there's something different about my career now? Oh, when it came out, they definitely felt like a flashbang. Uh, I remember at the premiere, uh, George Clooney was there. My mom was there. And uh, George Clooney came up to me after the, the film and said uh, something along the lines of, that blew my mind. That that was a great performance, kid. Uh, you've got it, whatever, whatever it is. I don't remember what he said, something like yeah. that. And uh, my mom was so floored that George Clooney <laughs> said that. <laughs> I was like, mom. And, um, and uh, after that, I never needed my headshot again. That was the big game changer was uh, not going on auditions. It changed. It flipped the script. Now they were just sending me offers. And I, it took it took some time to adjust to that because I was like, what? Wow. OK. And a little part of me missed the old days because I liked going on auditions. 
it was fun for me to go out and test my metal and see if I could win the audition. Um, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for, for the life that I've had, but Absolutely. it was a, yeah, it was a big game changer. Amazing. High five, Delatai. So good. Well, let's, let's get back to, to peaches uh, because we, we can't talk enough about that. Um, I definitely love the music video uh from from cole bennett so good did you do your own choreography for for the music video how did that work yeah he basically just let me loose he he wanted to see what what my natural moves were and i just improvised all my all my dance moves and uh let the spirit move move me and let the music move me and and we just had some fun and that was kind of the thing i was so impressed with him was uh we uh, we talked once on the phone, and he he talked about what his his idea was, which was a simple. He's gonna make the inside of uh, Princess Peach's spaceship, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna crawl in and uh, and wander around the space of this princess that you're in love with, and you'll see her her photograph on the piano, and you'll sit down, you'll tickle the ivories, you'll start singing the song, and then you'll just get up and start dancing. And it'll all take place right on that one set. And that'll be it. That'll be the whole music video. And I was like, oh, my God, I love it. Okay. And so I showed up one afternoon. And like an hour later, we were done, which is so crazy and weird for a whole music video. That's, you know, it usually takes a couple days at least. And this was done so fast. And it was so well planned. And the set looked great. And, uh. He was so mellow and relaxed. It just created a vibe on the set and in me. And I was like, dude, this is fun. Yeah, I look forward to more collabs with that kid. That's awesome. And he's a he's a fascinating character. You know, he's got a lot of big plans. He's cooking up some ideas with movies and theme parks and all kinds of stuff. I was, he's one to keep your eye on that Cole Bennett. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks. Theme parks, amazing. Yeah, maybe wow. I shouldn't let that cat out of the bag. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, no, that's great. When did when did you when did you first start to realize that Peaches was like taking on a life of its own and getting genuinely like insanely popular? Obviously, the movie was wildly successful, so you know, billion dollars, like huge. But even the song, I, I was talking to some friends the other day. And, you know, one of them offhandedly referenced the song, referenced Peaches. I was like, oh, yeah, I love I love the Mario Brothers movie. And they were like, oh, yeah, I need to see it. Like they knew they knew the song, even though they hadn't watched the movie. So when did you start to realize this was gaining some steam here? Yeah. So the movie came out and people were loving the song. And I knew it because I would open up TikTok or Instagram or whatever and it was everywhere i you couldn't you couldn't escape it all of a sudden 
I was I was scrolling through and I was like, wait, is this because of the algorithm? Because it knows I like to watch myself. Maybe that's why. I don't think everyone's seeing as much speeches as I am right now. But then I'd ask around and people are like, no, it's on my algorithm too. It's not the algorithm. It's just that everyone is is singing peaches and doing their own, you know, creative content versions of that song and using it in different memes and stuff. And I was like, holy cannoli, this is viral. This is this is next level viral. This is zeitgeist. And it was exciting because I've been in I've been in some big stuff and I've had some 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 little hits here and there, but this was a different thing in the music realm to have a, a a song that was like, oh, they're singing it in China, they're singing it in Zimbabwe. It's like it's everywhere. It's <laughs> it's exciting. That's so good. Well, you you've got a Grammy. You've got you, you've been nominated for two Golden Globes. But look, elephant in the room. Let's. I think it's okay to call it what it is. We want to get Peaches nominated for an Oscar. Okay, we want okay. it. We need it. Uh, we need to get the Academy's attention to make this yeah. happen. And I was thinking about a couple of years ago, you know, when Adam Sandler was in Uncut Gems and we were trying to get him nominated for an Oscar. He threatened, he said, if they don't nominate me, I'm going to go and make the worst movie of all time just to spite them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if threatening is the right, is the right course of action, but what can we like promise Jack Black will do if they finally nominate you for for peaches like they should um what will i do what will i do if i get nominated i might cry um i don't know i might uh i might die well no hold on we want you to get nominated don't die don't die. i know but what 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 will i do I don't know. I I can't even I can't even fathom it. I can't even fathom that it would happen. I would jump for joy. Call my dad. Mm. Dad, I finally did it. I'm worthy. <laughs> I don't know. No, obviously you are very worthy. What what did Adams what did Adam Sandler threaten to do? <laughs> he said he was going to go and make the worst movie of all time uh just to piss everybody off if he didn't get, <laughs> if he didn't get nominated. So I don't know. I don't know. And then he did get nominated. He didn't, sadly. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't, which is wild because he should have. He should have. And then is that when he went and made that one where he know. played I, his I, own sister? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think he, he hasn't done I it yet. I think he might have made good on that promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, that dude has cranked out some of the best movies. I love his career. Absolutely. No, he, 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 and it's also a shock because wait, I assumed that no, he did get nominated for uncut gems because he was so good. No, that's crazy. Should have been, should have been. Well, regardless, we are, we are, uh, pushing and, uh, we really want to see Peaches make it in because it's such a blast. Um, and, and if that does happen, sometimes, sometimes big stars don't want to perform their own songs at the Oscars. They're like nervous. They'll mess it up or something like that. So, so maybe, maybe this is the promise. If it does get nominated, are you going to have like 
John Legend sub in for you, or or are you like, are you going to get up on that stage and and belt peaches out? Look, I'm a showman, and I always I only have one gear. I go one thousand percent. So you better believe if I am on that stage, I'm going to be shot out of a cannon. Yes. But that's just that's just always, you know, that's not a different thing than what I I I, I don't have any choice. That's the way I roll. Thanks for even considering, because uh, I don't dare dream of such things. Of course, of course. I'm such a sucker for a good movie song, you know, not just musicals, but like stuff like Peaches, where it's just a song that's just killer in a movie. Are there oh, are there yeah. musical musical movie moments that have like stuck with you over the years? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, just this year, that jam that they busted out in Barbie was uh, unbelievable. Um, and, and, uh, I mean, there's music in movies that I've loved. My favorite m music in a movie are, are actually, I don't know if this counts as what you're talking about, but like, uh, Simon and Garfunkel in The Graduate, that's just some of the best music. Those are needle drops though, you know, and, and I loved Cat Stevens in, in, uh, Harold and Maude. So just make you cry with those songs. But like uh, songs that are sung that that are made for the movie and sung by the people in the movie. What comes to mind right now is uh, A Star is Born. Holy cannoli. The power of that Lady Gaga. Man, where'd she come up with those jams? Because those are jams that really touch the heart and soul, you know, make you cry. When I cry in a movie, that's when I know uh, that they did their job make me feel human for a second there's nothing better than that shedding a tear in that so big good. dark room so so good makes you feel alive it does it does and uh it, you know it's because they're good songs like they're not yeah. just they're not just movie songs they're like yeah. good songs on their own i love it just like peaches so good yeah. um well uh i've got two five-year-old boys who love your animated work and i can't wait to show them more as they get older school of rock jumanji and so much more um as as a fellow parent fellow dad of two boys what's what's your best parenting advice and you can give a funny answer or a real answer however however you want to answer that but what's your best parenting advice that you have for for a dad of two two boys well i like to uh to fan the flames of creativity because uh, that's what's given me such a great journey in my life. And I just hope more than anything that they can find something that they're passionate about, that they that they wanted to work on for 10,000 hours and not feel like it's, you know, some hellish labor, but something that they want to do for, for and put that much work in. Because I think that road leads to great, happy fulfillment. And uh, and something you can actually make a living at while you're loving loving what you're doing. So whenever they they express interest in music or the arts, I always support it. I never go, what? No, you got to do your thingy first. I'm like, no, yes, do that first. Make that a priority. But that's, you know, every everyone has their own parenting style. Um, uh, I just love my boys to death. And sometimes I, I get like nervous, like, oh. I hope I'm doing it right. I'm I'm kind of an idiot, but I think at the end of the day, if you love them and you're there for them, that's uh, that's most of the battle. That's most of the the journey of parenting.
I love it. I love it. Yeah. So good. Uh, well, I wish I could talk longer. Uh, this was amazing. Uh, last question. Last question before yeah. I let you go. Um, keep bringing it back to the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, we, we've now heard a piano ballad from Bowser. Um, this, this love song. Uh, what kind of music do you think we can expect from Bowser in the future? Is he is he angrier now? We're going to hear some of that metal or what do you think? I mean, doesn't it feel like it's set up for revenge? <laughs> it feels like Bowser's revenge would have to have some anger in the jams. There would have to be some Metallica style rocking. But at the end of the day, he's still a gentle, he's still got that sensitive side. It's the battle between the uh, the rage and, and, and the tenderness. That is Bowser. So good. So good. Yeah. Jack, thank you again for your time. Thank you for, for Mario Brothers movie and Peaches, but also all of your work across your career. I'm, I'm uh, just grateful to talk with you. Thanks, man. Feelings mutual. Great interview. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Daniel Howitt's interview with one of the stars and the vocal performer for the song Peaches from the hit film The Super Mario Brothers, Jack Black, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. The Super Mario Brothers is up for your consideration in all eligible categories at this year's Academy Awards, including Best Animated Feature Film and Best Original Song for Peaches. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you all so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. first half i realized my microphone was way the hell over here while i was talking to you and i realized oh wait a second he maybe he can't hear me hopefully that that didn't that wasn't no. problematic no uh weirdly i can hear you almost the same so i don't okay, know if that's maybe good. you connected somewhere it's else why, it's just my microphone is so rad it can yeah, yeah. pick me up anywhere <laughs> i think we have the same i think we have the same microphone oh yeah there you go yes it's beautiful the yeti the they yeti. know what they're doing exactly Exactly. All right, good. Awesome. Dude, we know what we're doing. We got the headphones. We got the Yeti. I got an upgraded camera. Do you have the... I don't. The, I don't. I'm lame. You're just using the laptop camera? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got the Logitech Brio. Yeah, Cost I got me a, about 99 bucks, but I, I have never regretted it because I think... I, I got to do one of those like fancy cameras that you connect, like an actual like DSLR camera that you connect. Oh, connect yeah. Well, that's extra next level. Exactly. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.